for the wrestling fans. Give me a hell yeah! By wrestling fan. Ooh, yeah. Not your average in your mom's basement podcast. Broadcast weekly. You are listening to Into the Squared Circle podcast. Now here is your host. JB's here of Into the Squared Circle podcast. Welcome to another episode. And yes, on this episode, I will give you guys my previews and predictions on WWE Fastlane, which is going down this weekend on the cock, the Peacock Network, that is, unless you're going to be there in person. I'll have my previews and predictions. And the main event of this podcast, this could be two highlights from All Elite Wrestling Dynamite last night, October 4th, the 2023 edition on TBS. Can you take a guess what my top two highlights is? Stay tuned for the main event and so much more. Hey, follow me on my social media platforms into the Squared Circle Podcast or type into the Squared Circle Pod on Facebook, X, Instagram, and on YouTube. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, and join the conversation, man. From a fan to the fans. Come on, man. Your opinions matter. And if you're a new listener, hit the subscribe button in all major podcasting outlets like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and more. Hit the subscribe, give me a five-star review, and tell your family, tell your friends, tell your uncles, tell your neighbors that Into the Squared Circle Podcast is now available around the world. All right, good deal. I'm going to shut the hell up, and let's start off the show talking about my previews and prediction. For WWE Fastlane, right here on Into the Squared Circle Podcast. Here we go, folks. How's everyone doing? Yes, we're cracking open the first week of October, baby. Oh, spooky season has arrived. Has arrived, I should say. So I I hope you're excited, right? you're a big halloween fan or not we're we're counting down the days till halloween yes yeah <laughs> oh man well i'm a huge halloween fan i love the movie halloween friday the 13th jason right freddy krueger i love that stuff man i love halloween spooky season's my favorite fall time in general is my favorite of course we got thursday night football going down tonight chicago bears who suck ass playing tonight against the Washington Commanders, if you're a big football fan or not. Uh, we've got that going on tonight as I'm recording this podcast as well. And uh, what else is going on? The Chicago Blackhawks. This is a pro wrestling podcast, and I'm talking about sports here. But, uh, you know, Chicago Blackhawks are kicking all forms of ass with Connor Bernard and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, man, this is a good time. I love this season, baseball season. It's about to hit the uh, playoffs pretty food. Pretty food. Pretty sued. That's what happens when you stuff your belly. You can't speak. Got myself some good old fashioned chicken here for dinner. Got myself an ice cold beverage in hand, of course. And uh, here we are. So, wherever you may be, if you're at work, you're driving in the car, sitting at home doing nothing, staring at the wall, thank you for taking your very own time to listen to this fine program. All right. Good deal. All right. So, as I mentioned, let's talk about WWE Fastlane. I totally forgot it was this weekend. (laughs) 
Hey, I was going to cover Raw, but I'm like, you know what? Fastlane is this weekend. Let's get my previews and predictions, as always. I got my picks. Hopefully, you got your picks as well. And uh, let's talk about it. WWE Fastlane this coming Saturday, right? Saturday, October 7th, 2023 from Indianapolis, Indiana. So if you're planning on being out there, which is not too far from here in the Chicagoland area, about, what, a four-hour drive or less, but uh, at the Gaine Bridge Fieldhouse, if you want to go there, it's going to be a Raw and SmackDown Collide-style show, so we're going to get both sides on the premium live event. So as of right now, there's only five matches total, five matches total. And I will incorporate at least an audio too from Monday Night Raw to tie in with the premium live event. All right? Good deal. All right, let's talk about it. WWE Fastlane, match number one I see right here on the list. Cannot, cannot wait. Now I'm talking about Seth freaking Rollins versus the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura. And at last, man. Standing match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Ooh, doggy, that is going to be a hot, hot, hot match. A 50-50. Who's going to win? I love both men. So this is tough to stay. But after I watched Monday Night Raw this past Monday, which has his up and downs, right? Um, You know what? I'll play the clip right here, courtesy of a WWE Oh my goodness, Nakamura from behind, a cheap shot and a Kinshasa! The ruthless Nakamura strikes again. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven. Now Nakamura with a steel chair to Rollins yet again. And now focusing on the already injured back of Rollins. And you heard the counting going on. That'll what will ha happen on Saturday, last man standing. If, the, if a man can't make it to his feet by a count of 10, the match is over. And that's what Nakamura is trying to do tonight. Send a message, send a statement to Rollins. He's going to be the last man standing come Saturday night. Sending more than a message. He's softening up his opponent for Saturday night. Wow. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. And again, this is that stubborn pride from Seth Rollins. We'll continue to try to get back up, try to get back into the fight, injured or not. And Nakamura, again, the focal point here, the already bad back of Rollins. And Nakamura not done yet. How smart is this from Nakamura? First through a steel chair. Oh. 
Kinshasa! Freaking Rollins came out to cut a promo this past Monday. It was a good promo between him and Michael Cole. And uh, long story short, uh, they've been dropping hints last week. Seth Rollins saying that he's the best of the world. Uh, apparently, Michael Cole hinted something in this promo related to CM Punk. They're teasing something here, folks. Will CM Punk show up at the All-State Arena in November? We'll have to wait and see, but they've been teasing something here. Uh, small little clues this past two weeks on Raw. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. But let's go back to the Shinsuke and Seth Rollins promo this past Monday because uh, Shinsuke made a surprise attack on Seth Rollins. Again, last man standing. Your objection is to get your opponent down for the 10 count in order to win, right? That's the whole point of the match. And uh, Shinsuke tried to make a statement when he surprise attacked Seth Rollins by keeping him down 10 counts. And uh, I tell you what, Shinsuke picked up the world title and I said, God damn, he looks good as a champion. Well, deservedly, by the way, long overdue, long overdue. Hell, I don't know if you've ever been an NXT champion, but uh, if anything, probably the New Japan uh, heavyweight champion when he was in New Japan a couple years ago. Uh, but, hey, you know what? Shinsuke looks good with a title belt. Well, Seth Rollins, can he retain? Can he defeat Shinsuke, which will be a, a, a phenomenal, brutal match? I'll tell you that right now. This is going to be the match of the night. Uh, but, G, you have to pick one here, G. And it's going to be tough to say, but I, I'm going to go risky. I'm going to go risky. It's going to bite me in the back of the ass. I want Seth to win. Again, long story booking here, but, man, give Shinsuke the title. Do something with this. I would love to see something happen with this. I'm going to go Shinsuke, man. Hell yeah, I, I just, it's tough to say. I know we're going to have a hell of a match. I know it. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> and you're going to laugh at me for me picking this, but I'm going to pick Shinsuke for the hell of it. All right, a tag team match. That's it. No titles. I guess it's for bragging rights, I guess, right? Um, John Cena, the greatest of all time according to the ring announcer, and his tag team partner, L.A. Knight. Yeah. Versus, acknowledge me, the bloodline, Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. So it's going to be an interesting match. We're going to give it, we're going to get a nice little dynamic style match between both teams. Um, you know what? I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Cena and LA Knight tag teaming up. It's going to be awesome to watch. Um, let's talk about the bloodline really quick. 
Uh, but you know, the past couple of weeks, if you've been paying attention on Friday Night SmackDown on Fox. Look, Jimmy Usos, man, he's been stepping up. Now, he never really got welcomed back into the bloodline. You remember that. Keep that in mind. He kind of forced his way into the bloodline. So that may play a role because Jimmy's been calling the shots over Solo Sokoa, which could play a role, which could play a role with between him and Roman Reigns. So keep that in mind, folks, that Jimmy Uso kind of wiggled his way in. And uh, nothing's been made official like, hey, welcome back. You know, just no, it was not. Uh, the past couple of weeks, Jimmy's been leading charge between the duo of Jimmy and Solo Sokoa. Um, it's going to be interesting. And I was leaning more towards the bloodline here for the win. But... I'm making a last-minute decision. I'm going to go for John Cena and L.A. Knight. That's going to be a good duo. I think that might land a victory for that team. Great, great, great team matchup, and I hope they team more in the near future. Okay, so let's move on next. EO Sky will put her WWE Women's Champion on the line against Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. Woo! All right, folks, we got a hell of a uh, triple threat match here, folks. Charlotte Flair, former champion. Asuka, former champion. Can they defeat EO Sky? Can Asuka defeat EO Sky and become the new champion? Can Charlotte Flair defeat EO Sky and become the new champion? Yes, yes, yes. Again, I don't know what direction they're going to go with. But something tells me, something tells me the EO Sky will retain. <laughs> yeah, I, I, something tells me in the deep gut that maybe Bailey will get involved. Dakota Kai, maybe they will get involved and help her win and cheat. I don't know, but something tells me EO Sky will retain. So that's going to be my pick, EO Sky. All right, here we go. Uh, Six-man tag team match here, folks. Uh, the LWO, Latino World Order, which is Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, and either Joaquin Wild or Cruz Del Toro, so either one of them, will face off against Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, which is Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. You know what? This is weird. And I, maybe I'm weird. But uh, I have a gutsy feeling. I have a gutsy feeling. Maybe this Saturday or some point in the near future. But I could see Santos Escobar turning on Rey Mysterio. They've been feuding a lot. Rey's been winning. Again, it's just a friendly brotherhood competition. But there's something here to win, and I, I can smell it. I can smell a massive heel turn from Santos Escobar. I don't know when or where or how, but I, I, something tells me something's going to happen between both men. But uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm crazy in the head. 
But uh, something tells me that Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits will win this match. Um, again, the Street Profits, they distanced themselves from Bobby Lashley because they failed Bobby Lashley. Uh, they lost their match a couple weeks ago. Bobby Lashley was like, you guys were badasses. You guys were winning left and right, and now you're losing? You know what? Screw you guys. I'm going to go find a different tag team to recruit part of my family. Well, I guess the Street Profits decided to uh, jump on a specific tag team either this past Monday or this past Friday on SmackDown, one of these two shows, and uh, they got Bobby Lashley's attention back. Now, Bobby Lashley brought the Street Profits back into the Bobby Lashley family here. So, I think with this dynamic crew here, I see the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley defeating the LWO. So, I don't know. That's going to be my pick. All right. Last match. Last match right here for WWE Fastlane. The Judgment Day. Finn Balor and Damian Priest will put their undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions on the line against the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and main event, Jay Uso. You got that right, Uso? Uh, man, it's going to be a hell of a match. Woo, doggy. Now, I, I, a wild, wild, wild storyline here. If Cody and Jay won the titles, that means they will be on SmackDown. That means they may come across against the bloodline. That means something will go down at Survivor Series in Chicago. That means we're going to get Jay Uso versus Jimmy Uso. That means that's money in the WWE pocket, selling out arenas. Now the story is changing. Now the dynamic is changing. Now Roman Reigns will come in the picture. I like that. And uh, I think long-term story booking, freshen things up, give Cody life back in his role again. Again, he's been a little quiet the past couple weeks since Roman Reigns uh, been away as well. But now will be the good time to put both men back in the fold. Head on to Survivor Series and uh, work your way up to the Royal Rumble in January of 2024. So uh, I see, again, my predictions, my preview, my vision that Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso will defeat the Judgment Day. There's something there, folks. There's something there. And there might be some little friction here within the Judgment Day probably coming out of this. I don't know how. But again, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go big here, folks. Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso defeat the Judgment Day, become the new tag team champions. Hear me out on it, folks. Again, long term booking here, folks. I I think there's something to it. So, all right, folks, there you go. Five matches down. Each matches were predicted, previewed. And I got my picks down. Let's see if my predictions are right or wrong for WWE Fastlane this weekend on the Peacock Network. All right, we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll come back for the main event of the show. 
my top two highlights for AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday, October 4th, of 2023 on TBS. This is your final chance to figure out my top two. Take a wild guess. We will discuss next right here on Into the Squared Circle Podcast. Into the Squared Circle Podcast is all part of the GSJ Multimedia Production. From audio to photography, videography and more. Check out gsjmultimediaproduction.com for more information and help create your vision today. Welcome back to the commercial break And uh, here we go folks My top two highlights for all Elite Wrestling Dynamite This past Wednesday on TBS Alright, so uh, again Dynamite had his ups and downs Obviously had some audio issues Which delayed, I think on a match or two If you watch Wardlow Because he made us return back this past Wednesday on Dynamite um, again, you know who's work pissed off and who is actually shoot pissed off, okay? You, you could tell who's trying to be all mad and who's really pissed off and mad. Wardlow last night on Dynamite was really pissed off. You could tell he was pissed. Like, something was going on behind the scenes that pissed him off coming out to his match. And uh, again, it just you can tell by the face. And when he came out, I I forgot he faced Griff Garrison, who who I haven't seen in in a couple months, and he whooped his ass. He squashed his ass. Warlow pinned him. Warlow walked out of the ring, it went into the crowd, and disappeared. I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, there, there's something going on behind this. And uh, again, he, he was pissed. You could tell he was actually pissed. And then and now it kind of dawned to me that when they had audio issues due to the Adam Cole segment they played with him in the kingdom, they had audio issues and they ended up replaying it after commercial break, which delayed like another additional three or four or five minutes. So I could see why they, they, they cut off Wardlow's match because this is returned back for, for since what, June? So it's been a couple months since we've seen Wardlow and his his you know first day coming back his match gets cut. <laughs> so uh I thought that was interesting. But uh my first highlight which comes with audio as well is no other than the promo of the Bang Bang Gang. I'm talking about Juice Robinson baby from Joliet, Illinois and uh the, the Austin and Colt and Gun, the ass boys, they came out, of course, to cut a promo in the ring. And we're missing Jay White. Now, I remember last Wednesday, Jay White was attacked by a group of characters. Guys, gals, I don't know who they are, but they were in a, a ski mask, uh, black shirt, black pants. And uh, there was one guy with a devil mask which everybody thought was MJF. But that's how Dynamite ended last Wednesday. Now, who who was the group that attacked Jay White? We don't know. We, we haven't seen him last night either, so we don't know what's going on with this. But the Bang Bang Gang, Bullet Club Gold, 
accused MJF because they don't believe him. So they're calling his ass to come out and face the man to man. Tell him the truth that he's the one behind the attack on Jay White. Well, MJF came out and cut a promo and uh, told the whole world it was not him. I'll play the clip courtesy of All Elite Wrestling. Dakam. But you know what's interesting? I know for a fact I didn't attack your boy Jay White, aka Tofu. But if you don't. If you don't want to talk it out like gentlemen, I've been hanging out around here in Stockton, and I like the way people around these parts handle their business. So I got an idea. How about right here, right now, we have ourselves a Stockton street fight? Oh my God. Oh, be careful, Max. That's not a good idea. He's going right to the ring. Now, Adam Cole's not here with him. It's but he's on, sorry, it's a three-on-one situation, Shabani. And, and even if Adam Cole was, he's got the broken ankle, right? Three-on-one. This, this is not smart. This is exactly what Bullet Club Gold wanted. Exactly. You are exactly right. And he's going right into it. What the hell? What? Oh, my God. Look oh, behind you. who's here. Switchblade Jay White, the Blade Runner, laying out MJF. Bullet Club Gold just played the world heavyweight champion. And they played him like a flute. Yes, they did. And as if it wasn't clear enough after last week, the number one gunslinger, Switchblade Jay White, he's got the AEW World Championship in his sights. No, 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 I like everybody here. We use our brains. We know the real MJF. We know that MJF is a pathetic, dirty liar. We know that MJF is a slimy, gutless coward. And we need, we need a truly elite champion, one that lives up to the name Elite. And Maxwell, Jacob Friedman, you are not him. No, he's not. But who would it be? But hey, I'm a fair man. You want to prove me wrong? Well, then put it all on the line, friend. November 18th. The Kia Forum, Los Angeles, Full Gear, MJF versus Switchblade, Jay White for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Max, you can try to prove me wrong. You can try to prove that you are a truly elite champion and you will fail. But I won't. Don't worry, pal. I'll take it from there. I'll lead by example starting tonight. I'm taking this. And if you ain't down with that, we have two words for you. Guns up. Well, Switchblade Jay White calling his shot for full gear. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, Tofu. You want me at full gear? 
Well, I've got two words for you. You're so MGF came out and cut a great promo, but then he got blindsided and attacked by Jay White, of all people. Uh, he he was not hurt, and he came out and attacked MJF, and there was a group beat down on him. Eventually, Bullet Club Gold stole the world title, and uh, look, the promo segment ended with Jay White holding up the title. And as I'm looking at this picture here, folks, on television, I'm like, Man, Jay White looks phenomenal with the title. Oh, I like this. I don't like it, but I do like it because Jay White is, I tell you what, folks, people shit on Jay White when he first came over there. Oh, he's going to be another one of the crew for the Young Bucks. Oh, he's just, he's not going to be utilized correctly. Wrong. He's been utilized correctly. I enjoy him. Juice Robinson, I enjoyed as well. But I've been a fan for both of them since New Japan, okay? So, seeing Jay White with the title in his hand, yeah, he was a former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, of course. But the question is, can he be the next AEW World Heavyweight Champion? Maybe. So, in the meantime, this match is going to go down at full gear next month in Los Angeles. So I'll tell you right now, that's going to be a hell of a match. But a great promo. And, of course, I think it was after commercial break. MJF was in the trainer room getting a massage from the from the trainer, of course. And uh, Renee Paquette was doing a backstage uh, promo interview with MJF. Now, right behind MJF, the claim decided to sneak in <laughs> sneak in the trainer's room and I shared on my ex profile into the Squared Circle podcast. Check out the video. It's fucking hilarious. Uh Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, a badass, Billy Gunn, Daddy Ass. All three men snuck into the trainer's room to apparently steal some water, food, and Max Caster went up behind MJF. And he told the trainer, no, 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 just go, go. I'll, I'll rub his back. And Max Caster started rubbing MJF's back. And MJF stopped the interview. And he's like, hold on. that That's not the trainer's fingers on my shoulders. He turned around. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What the hell are you doing? Get the hell out of here. You're leaving notes on my bag in the locker. You're tweeting weird shit to my, to my Twitter account. Get the hell out of here before I put a restraining order on you. <laughs> that's hilarious. But watch it, man, because that, that's more funny when you watch it. Uh, hilarious. H highly recommend watching it. Okay. So that was highlight number one. Let's take another quick commercial break. And when we come back, highlight number two, which ended Dynamite last night. That was a great, great segment. If you know what I'm talking about. You know it. Right here on Into the Squared Circle Podcast. Had enough of pro wrestling? Oh, Spine first on those steel steps. Check out a lesson in headbanging podcast with G-Beast, which is now available on all major podcasting outlets. So if you want to headbang, try to keep up with me. You will fail 
miserably, but you can still try. There's no harm in that. From headbanging in the front row to raging in the pit, G-Beast is a passionate rock and metal fan that loves his music. Check out a lesson in headbanging podcast with G-Beast today. All right, welcome back, and here we go, folks. The final home stretch of the show, and then it's the main event final highlight of All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. And uh, what a closing to the show. Yes, Dynamite went over the TV time slot. Uh, it's supposed to end at 9 o'clock Central Time, and it ended at like 9.10. I'm like, oh, shit, they're really over their time. But it, it was all worth it. It was all worth it because Adam Copeland, a.k.a. Edge, made his All Elite Wrestling Dynamite debut last night to uh, have a mission statement, a mission promo statement. And he came out, and he did that. So I'm going to shut up. And uh, we will discuss after this audio clip, courtesy of AllEliteWrestling.com. And now there, there's quite a few reasons why I came here. There's one major one, but I'll get to that last, okay? Because I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure the AEW Heavyweight Championship would look good around my waist. There's a whole roster of first-time matches for Adam Copeland. And yeah, I just talked about myself in the third person. Never done that before. Kind of weird. I don't think I'll do that again. But come on, check it out, check it out, check it out. We're talking first-ever matches, right? Adam Copeland versus John Moxley. Adam Copeland versus Kenny Omega. Versus Miro. Versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Versus Jay White. Versus the stray bullet Juice Robinson. So those are all amazing reasons to be here. To challenge myself 31 years into my career with something that's brand new. And all of you are helping make that happen. And I've already said this before, I'm gonna say it again, this will be the last time I say it. The main reason that I decided to come here to AEW is because I sat down, I sat down with my family. And I said to my girls, who are seven and nine years old, I said to Lyric and Ruby, I was like, Lyric, Ruby, what's dad do? Should I retire? That choice was up there. But then Lyric, nine years old and far wiser than I will ever be, she said, you should go and have fun with Uncle Jay. So speaking of Uncle Jay, I'll, tell, I'll call him what, what y'all call him, Christian Cage. I know. So right now, I would like to call out Christian Cage so I can tell him the real reason I'm here. Brutal, Brutal doesn't even describe 
this match has it. It was a. For 40 years, you and I have been best friends. Before we were in this industry, but it was this industry that made us realize we were gonna be best friends for life. And I, I know what you're thinking, why did I do what I did at WrestleDream? Why did I smash Nick Wayne? Why did I throw a chair in Luchasaurus's face and spear him? Why did I do those things? And it, it's quite simple, because I see you standing out here just like this. I see your face all pursed up, looking more like a than usual. Swear jar. And even though I know that about you, I still love you. That's never gonna go away, okay? But I saw you standing over Sting. Sting. Sting! A guy whose poster you took to the barber and put it on the mirror so that she would cut your hair the same way as his. You had the box top of the lousy rat tail. I was Lex Luger. That was us. And I see you standing over Sting, a man who has entertained people for over four decades. A man who has caused people to feel for four decades. A man, my wife's grandparents couldn't speak English, they're Polish, but guess what? They loved Sting. So I can't stand here and watch you smash him with a concerto. So that's why I did what I did Sunday. But I also did it because I know, and I'm speaking from experience here, that Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne are gonna drop you like a bad habit as soon as they've sucked all the information out of your brain. And you're so egotistical, you won't see it. I know you won't see it. But Jay, man, I am here. I am here because it's time. It's time. For the first time since 2011, for the first time properly in over 20 years. It's time for you and I to team together again. To face a team like FTR. To face a team like the Young Bucks. To show an entire generation of fans why we are inarguably one of the greatest tag teams of all time. So I am out here hat in hand and I am asking you, let's do it.
Let's end our careers together as a team. Let's show them all what we can do. Man, what a segment, and let's talk about it. So Edge came out with a mission statement, uh, telling the crowd, you know what, the whole reason I'm here, for numerous reasons. Number one, I want to face Kenny Omega. I want to face uh, uh, Juice Robinson. There's a bunch of guys, new faces I want to wrestle. But the big reason is, well, my daughter asked me, what should I do next? And uh, Adam Copeland was like, I was considering retirement. He was very, very close to retirement here, folks. But he asked his daughters, like, what you want dad to do next? And they were like, just end your career by hanging out with Uncle Jay. Oh, uh, if you know what I'm talking about, Uncle Jay, Jay Russell, he is the real name of Christian Cage right? If you know about it. And uh, look, outside of the wrestling business, Christian Cage or Jay Russell, uh, again, real life friends with Adam Copeland, right? Uh, close to the family. We all know it. We see pictures online. And uh, again, part of the family. Now, according to Adam Copeland, his daughters want him to go to AEW and have fun with Uncle Jay. Now, that's why I love about this promo, because it's blurring the line here, folks, between what's real and what's a work. Get what I'm saying? They're featuring real stuff, real emotion stuff in this promo that Edge or Adam Copeland is talking here, folks, but also incorporating the heel side of Christian Cage. Fucking beautiful. I love it. So, as I mentioned, Adam Copeland told to the whole crowd, told the whole world, the big reason why he's there is he wanted to end his career as a tag team with Christian Cage. One last time, one last ride. But he wants Christian Cage in front of him. So that's what he did. He called out Christian Cage. Christian Cage came out. 
and uh, uh, and, uh, and Adam Copeland was being for real with him. I love you to death, brother. I love you to death. But look at you. And I can't remember what he said, but he was like, you look like a dick in a handbag or some shit like that. And they had to bleep it out. And uh, he's like, I love you, man. I love you. But it's time. It's time for us. And what he's referring to, one more time, give it to the fans. Show all the other tag teams in AEW that we're the best damn tag team on, on the planet. Christian and Adam Copeland. One last time. Can you imagine them against the Young Bucks? Can you imagine them against FTR? Holy smokes. I, I'll put my money on it, folks. We have the Young Bucks and the Hardys. Hell yeah. We have the Hardys versus FTR, but not Edge and Christian. So we got it, man. We got it happening here, folks. The first time in almost, what, 20 years, Christian Cage and Adam Copeland reunite. So Christian Cage decided to hug Adam Copeland. And I'm like, oh, man, this is great. Emotional. I'm like, don't cry. Oh, don't cry, G. Oh, this is a happy moment. This is like my childhood right here in front of my eyes reuniting. And it was just went crashing and burning after that. <laughs> uh, if you heard it in the promo. And yes, they bleep it out on live national television. By the way, check out my Twitter or X uh, profile into the Squared Circle podcast. I retweeted the uncensored version of this part. Christian Cage grabbed the mic and he told Adam Copeland, go fuck yourself. Beautiful. Fucking masterpiece. Uh, Christian Cage, a badass heel. I love it. Just straight to the fucking heart. Just, just break Adam Copeland's heart. Break the fan's heart. Holy smoke. What a moment. It was a, what a great segment. It's just ups and downs and motions. That's what I love about it. You put real and what's not real together. You put yourself a great segment with two of the best in the business. And my personal opinion here, folks, my personal opinion, Christian Cage, goddamn, he, he is living the best of himself. A dick heel. <laughs> That's what I love it. He is phenomenal, and I, I hope he keeps on doing this for a while. But, yeah, Christian Cage told Adam Copeland, he hugged him, and he's like, go fuck yourself. And Christian Cage walked out, called out Luchasaurus, and he's like, Adam, be prepared for this coming Saturday at Collision because you're going to face this guy. Beautiful. And Dynamite went off the air with Adam Copeland disappointed. Holy smokes, what an ending to Dynamite. Very well done. Um, again, let me know what you guys think if you watch Dynamite this past Wednesday on TBS. Did he enjoy it? What's your favorite part? And what matches are you looking forward to WWE Fastlane this weekend? Into the Squared Circle Podcast on Facebook, X, Instagram, and on YouTube. And if you made it this far you're new, and you're a new listener, hit the subscribe button no matter what, what podcast and outlets you listen to this fine program. All right, I'm going to shut the hell up. I'm going to go lay down and watch some football. And uh, I will talk to you guys 
for the Weekend Insider right here on Into the Squared Circle Podcast. All right, my friends, stay safe, stay healthy, and happy wrestling. Bye-bye, everybody.